0: Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chögyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy investigates the paramita of meditation. Welcome. Today's topic is meditation. It is the fifth paramita coming after generosity, discipline, patience, and exertion. So I'll be talking about meditation in this case in the context of the six paramitas or the transcendent actions of the bodhisattva. One thing I've noticed about the Buddhist tradition is that no matter what the particular list or the particular context is, no matter what level of practice there is, everything always seems to end up back at meditation. It's like the old saying about the Roman Empire, all roads lead to Rome. In this case, all teachings lead to meditation, one way or another, it seems to me. As one of the six paramitas, you could say, in this case, meditation is considered to be an action. The paramitas are bodhisattva activity. Sometimes we think of meditation as just stillness, but in this case, we're talking about meditation in action. Meditation as one of the skillful actions of a bodhisattva. One of the actions essential for cultivating wisdom and compassion, which are the key themes running through the Mahayana and the Bodhisattva path, In scientific fields, they talk a lot about pure and applied science. In some ways, you can think of meditation that way too, pure and applied, pure investigating of your mind and its functions, and applied, putting that into action in your daily activities. The Mahayana is a path of engagement in the world. So it'd be a bit of a problem if the meditation practice doesn't connect with the rest of your life. Again, with the analogy of science, what works in the laboratory does not always play out in the field. And likewise, the discoveries we make in our sitting practice in a protected space alone by ourselves may not hold when we're actually challenged by other people and the pressures of life. So Our living is a great test of our practice, and our practice is a great grounding or base from which we can engage more fully in our living, our daily life. Meditation helps us to settle and also helps us to open, and it affects how we go about life in a lot of different ways. One obvious benefit is being able to hold our mind steady and not simply react impulsively to whatever comes at us. In meditation, we're learning to not be so caught up or distracted by our wandering thoughts. So the sense of it being able to pay attention, to attend to our life, to attend to what's going on. And I would say to attend with care and love, loving attention to what is arising within us and loving attention to what is arising around us. Another quality this paramita brings to the mix of the six is a sense of relaxation and almost, you could say, humbleness or calmness, so our actions aren't just a result of being all stirred up and agitated, but coming from a still place, a quiet place. In meditation practice, we're working with the arising of all sorts of desires, and we're beginning to see through at least some of our preconceptions and how easily we solidify our experiences and our perceptions according to fixed views and assumptions. It is tempting to use practices such as the paramitas as ego aggrandizement of some sort, as a form of self-righteousness or virtue signaling or heavy-handed moralism. But bodhisattva actions are not based on that. They're not based on crime and punishment. They're not based on higher or lower. And they're not means of judging of ourselves or proving anything to some authority figure or even to ourselves. So with meditation, you can hold steady and then react appropriately. And then you can let go and move on. No strings attached. With a relaxed, peaceful mind, or at least or at least a semi-relaxed peaceful mind, there's kind of a natural opening out to others. So you could say that meditation draws us out of ourselves a little bit and turns us towards others. And in doing so, there arises the inspiration to work for the benefit of others, to address some of the suffering and challenges that other beings of all sorts face in this fleeting world. You could say that all the paramitas are infused with this quality of meditative mind. And you could also See this fifth paramita, or meditation, as kind of a link between the earlier paramitas and paramita number six, which is wisdom or prajna, intelligence. Fundamentally, meditation practice softens the sense of self and others, separation and alienation, and that lessening of the solidity of our dualistic thinking is essential for releasing paramita practice or freeing it from ego's territory. Meditation is about relaxation and steadiness, but it's also about clarity. Through the clarity of meditation, we begin to get a glimpse of how we stumble over ourselves all the time. We get in our own way. And we also begin to sense that we could let actions speak for themselves. We don't need to add on anything or subtract anything or hold on to anything or prove anything. Meditation is about awareness. It is about noticing if we don't notice what's going on, how can we really be of help? seems to me we don't always want to notice what's going on. We block it off. But as we cultivate greater awareness, it becomes harder and harder to do so. The awareness of meditation can help us overcome that kind of blockage, that closing down of our heart. Meditation to help us tune in to the reality of suffering, to our own suffering, and the suffering of those around us to tune into the suffering of the world, and this impels us to put our practice into action. This completes our discussion of the first five paramitas, generosity, discipline, patience, exertion, and meditation. In the next episode, we'll begin to explore paramita number six, and the final paramita, which is knowledge or wisdom, or in Sanskrit, prajna. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma.